Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast, and thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I have a hunch that it's going to be a really positive one, something quite hopeful. There's really good juju, and I don't know why, but I'm so here for it, and wherever you're listening from, if you're not feeling the good juju, let me give it to you. I woke up this morning feeling so calm and at ease happy and hopeful. I'm not hopeful for anything in particular, but I have a bright outlook on the future and I want to contribute it to a good night's sleep, to be honest. I feel like I had a factory reset last night. I also believe that that is because this is the first night in so long that I plugged my phone in, in the kitchen, and left my room completely free of electronics. No temptations, could not be scrolling on my phone before bed. I am so easily tempted to do that and I actually don't enjoy it. Like short-term me enjoys it, but long-term me is always pretty frustrated at myself for doing that. And I said, I don't want to fall asleep looking at a a screen. I have all these fun imaginative thoughts in my head and I want to explore them. I want to get into my bed and just think and just dream and fantasize about anything in this whole wide world and beyond. And I woke up this morning smiling. What an incredible way to wake up. Just happy. And last week's episode was called My Inner Voice is a Bitch and I'd spent the week on and off being incredibly angry with myself. Me, myself, and I were on horrible terms. There was nothing I could do to impress myself. I was my own worst enemy. Every little thing I did was the worst thing in the world and was something to be scolded for. And it was an exhausting week because I felt as if I was, you know, plugging along normally. But my God, (laughs) I was being a bitch to myself. And this past week, I've actually been in such a good headspace. I had one little off day, but you know, anomaly. And I look back on the previous week wondering, why did I waste my time doing that? Also, an ironic note to add, if you did listen to that episode, one of the main things that I was so upset with myself for was sleeping in. Such a horrible mistake when you're a freelancer and can technically make your own schedule. But I had it in my head that I must begin my day at 8 a.m., no later. And even if I, I just was playing all these mental games, I could go into details, but it's not important. The irony is that this week I was waking up early naturally. I was waking up at 745 every morning naturally, easily. And by the end of the day, it's a little bored. (laughs) I was like, really? That's all you want to get up for? Girl, you were figuring out a way to get everything you needed done in a day with the time that you had it, and now you are bored. That's a giggle. I also pulled out the journal again. I am the biggest advocate for a notebook, for a journal. The thing is, this notebook can't be too precious to you. A lot of people get intimidated by page one of a notebook. They're like, God, this better be pretty. This better be important. No, no, no. If you get to the point where you're journaling regularly, they're not going to seem precious they are simply a tool so i get these multi-packs from muji and i've been getting them for the last couple years and they're thin they're lined and i power through them every couple months and i put everything in them i 
have a little bit of a scatterbrain. I'm a little bit of a space head, so this might not work for everyone, but I like having one chunk of time. So whenever the journal begins, for example, I've had this one for quite some time. So this one's April 2022, and it has, if I'm just scrolling through, I have a video planned out in it. Then I was giving myself um, like a brainstorming sesh, and I wrote down the objectives for the week, and then I had just some doodles. I had some more ideas. I had a to-do list. I'll have a couple journal entries. I will, I was doing my taxes, so I have that all written down. Um, packing list, another dream list. Like dream as in goals, not dream as in sleep. Every time I need a piece of paper in this chunk of time, instead of just getting a scrap paper or writing something in my phone, which I mean, I still write things in my phone. Editing Lexi here to say that the point I was trying to make is that I have a journal for one chunk of time instead of having journals for different topics like a diary, a gratitude journal, a to-do list notebook. You see what I'm saying? Where I find that I actually use my journal more if I just have one instead of three or four for each category. And whenever I'm in a bad mood, if I just pull out the paper and I start writing it down, a lot of times it shows me that whatever I'm worried about or stressed about or angry about is manageable, you know? Because sometimes a feeling in your head can expand and expand and take up all the space in your brain that you're not thinking of anything else. So it must be the biggest issue in your life. And then you write it down and you're like, oh, this is so manageable. I can address this head on today if I wanted. I have a little drawing. I have some stickers. This is so funny. I posted this on my story. I, <laughs> I wrote down, I am free, period. And I have these little angel stickers that my mom got me. They give you ideas of things to focus on. And the one that I drew was risk. And I think it's just a funny little duality that like it's a risk to be free. The irony and truth of that. Something I also like to do is if I'm feeling quite good, I'll take the opportunity to write it all down because time passes by and I am someone who's so conscious of their headspace and heart space at any given moment. If anyone were to ever walk up to me and say, how are you feeling? I would know immediately because that was probably something that I had been addressing all day long. I know exactly my headspace. I know exactly my heart space, which I thought that's just the human experience, but I'm learning that like some people love to compartmentalize. They're like, oh, we're, we're gonna take this feeling that either I know what it is or I haven't figured out what it is and we're gonna put it in a tiny little box and we're gonna tuck it away and deal with that later. And sometimes if I'm in a particular headspace, the present moment is all I can remember. And with me knowing my mindset and how I'm feeling at any given moment, I'm so invested in the present moment that sometimes I forget about how good the past was, um, past few days. And I took some time yesterday because I like, I had a brief little anxious moment. I was thinking, God, like I hate being anxious, blah, 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 blah. But then I had to realize that this is a little blip out of the fabulous week that I've had and I wrote down that I've had just since Friday alone I went to my friend's band practice and I learned how to play the drums I also went to Ojai on Saturday and that was incredible it was gorgeous and one of the most healing little light-hearted special days I went with my friend Tyra and her friend for those that aren't familiar Ojai is a valley in California, it's about two hours outside of Los Angeles and 
you can make a day trip of it. I believe it's well known for a spa that they have there. Did not visit that. We took a drive and it was such a scenic route. It was a gorgeous drive and there's horses and cows and goats and orange trees and we arrived and we went to a vineyard and then we got lunch at this fabulous Greek place and got some coffee and then found a trail to walk down and set up a picnic and I had brought my art supplies which I'm going to get to that a little bit later in the episode about this little activity that I've created for myself in the month of August and pulled out these oil pastels and just went drawing and giggling, smoked a little joint, laid down and looked at the trees in silence. It was so nice. Just three girlies laying on their backs on a picnic blanket, looking up at the trees. It was gorgeous. And then any direction that I looked, honestly, if I sat up, I was looking at a mountain or I was looking at this beautiful set of trees or I was looking at other mountains because you're in a valley, so really anywhere you look, it was so gorgeous. I also went to my friend's homemade brunch. Her and her boyfriend made these gorgeous display of food. I mean, there was matcha pancakes, there was uh, tofu scramble and vegan sausage and incredible French toast and avocado toast and fruit from the fruit man and uh, what there were so many things I'm having trouble remembering. Uh, these freshly made croissants, cold brew, orange juice, and then we had a pool party. And then yesterday, I went to the driving range, which I remember my friend in high school and I, we would go to the driving range just to have a little something to do. And it didn't occur to me until I went yesterday, because I was like, oh, I've done this before, that that was eight years ago, because that was in 2014, <laughs> and it's 2022. I'm like, oh, so I actually haven't done this in almost a decade. But I went to the driving range and it's just, it's been a week of new skills, new activities. I've met so many new people and there's nothing I love more than a first. I love going somewhere I've never been. I love meeting someone I've never met. I love doing something I've never done. I, it's really one of my favorite parts of life. On top of that, I was gifted the most adorable little silk blue bag and these velvet black ballet flats from um, a brand called Hi, H-A-I, and these just fit perfectly into my wardrobe and I already know that these are going to be staple pieces when I'm getting dressed in the morning and they've been so fun and I don't know. It was a material object that just gave me a ton of joy. Also, I found this short mini dress with long sleeves that are kind of puffed and a Peter Pan style collar that's oversized. Did I say that it's white? It's kind of like a prairie collar. I look like I'm either a princess in her PJs from 150 years ago or I look like I'm in Little House on the Prairie and when I wear it, I just feel so happy. I feel so myself. I also have this long white linen dress that's a maxi dress and it's short sleeves and those two pieces have been my favorite pieces and there are so many styles that are in trend right now every decade has a subculture that is trending right now and the mainstream is is honestly it feels like as if it's being broken up into so many different subcultures because we're exposed to everything at once that it's overwhelming but it's like this futuristic ugly cool girl knit colorful outfit is trendy right now and it's like very of the moment but like y2k is also trending right now and like 90s are also trending right now and there's an 80s style that's also trending right now and a 70s and a 60s there's a lot of 
subculture trends and I align with a ton of them. It's it's normal for people to have preferences that overlap. And I'm sure this little prairie style white linen sets of clothes is also a trend somewhere, but anytime I put them on, I just feel myself. I swear every time I've been wearing these pieces, I've been smiling. I've been smiling. So for example, those were things that I wrote in my journal. So when I was having my brief moment of mild anxiety, I wrote it down, I'm like, girl, in the past four days, you've done all this. There's a lot of gratitude there. I've also been watching old rom-coms after dinner. We've been watching When Harry Met Sally, You've Got Mail. This isn't a rom-com, it's more of an anti-rom-com. First Wives Club. We watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith last night. And it's fun, it's fun to watch a movie because when it comes to watching a TV series, I, I wanna keep watching the next episode. But a movie, it's like you get the arc and the finale in a couple hours and that's so much better and faster than watching four episodes of TV because you can choose like, oh, do I wanna watch TV or a movie? Let's do TV because that's less time. But in reality, I know that I'm not just watching one episode so I should choose a movie. But I love these little rom-coms because it puts me in this sweet romantic headspace and like what a fun way to fall asleep. Nothing better than falling asleep a little flirty when you're like thinking about your crush or someone that you like. Great, great healthy way to fall asleep. So overall, I feel happy and at ease and hopeful. And I'm in this headspace where I think anyone could say anything about me right now and it would truly just fall off. I could brush it off my shoulder without any effort. And it's nuts to think about that there are plenty of headspaces to be in and like emotional states where similar words said, uh, the same words, the same words said the same ways depending on how you're feeling about yourself in that moment can change the response and reaction. I mean, that seems like pretty on the nose, like it, it's a pretty easy to understand concept, but it's just, I'm the same me, the life is the same life, but if my perspective is slightly off than another, my reaction might be completely different. It's almost like if you're ever on like shrooms or acid or something, not trying to encourage, I'm just trying to paint a picture, but when a thought comes up, like a cliche or a really well understood thought or even a word, like the word hopeful, and you understand it, you feel like you're understanding it fully for the first time. You don't have the linguistics to share a new definition because like, let's say it's the word hopeful. You're tripping and you're like, hopeful. What a big word, like that means so much. You're full of hope. There's something bright to look forward to. But I mean, ask someone who's just responding to the definition of hopeful, they're going to say the same thing, but the understanding somehow hits so much harder. I have been feeling that way, where just the words, I feel like I'm understanding them for the first time. I'm like, holy shit, happiness, hope, how amazing. It's so silly, but it's such a positive space to be in. I'm feeling very grateful to just feel comfortable, peaceful. Also, I want to remind you, as you're listening to this, I probably sound as if my emotions are so extreme but that is not the case. I'm pretty even keeled and level-headed, at least on the outside, at all times. And this, what you're hearing me talk about in these episodes is me putting a microscope up to these feelings and up to these experiences. Like we're zooming in on them. It's not as if I am a dark cloud and then all of a sudden I'm a bright shining star. I'm feeling a little down and now I'm feeling a little up. It's good. It's good to feel on the up. It's good to 
have the same sense of, I have the same amount of energy. That's also something that's been so fascinating to me is that last week I had the same amount of energy, but I was putting it towards nonsense and anger. And now I just feel at ease, at peace, calm and ready to take on the world. Some things that have been helping me shift my perspective are incorporating less phone use into my life. One of the greatest things I can do for myself is to sleep without my phone in the room. Put it anywhere else. It could be in the bathroom, kitchen, living room, whatever, laundry room, in a space that is not your bedroom. And leave your bedroom to be a quiet space. The next thing get outside. Fresh air is so good and I feel so fortunate to live in such a sunny and warm place. And so even if that's sitting on your stoop or your balcony or maybe you're fortunate enough to have a backyard or a deck or something or going on a walk and just getting some time outside, a day trip, for real. I'm going to be the new ambassador of promoting day trips, the single day vacation. It's incredible. The fact that In an hour and a half, two hours, depending, I was able to get to a whole new town with an entirely different energy, an entirely different view, and spend the day there and get the same feeling that I get when I come home after a vacation in one single day is something I need to do more because vacationing is incredible, traveling is incredible, but taking a day trip is economical it doesn't cost you a lot of time or money and it still gives you a bit of a perspective change and i need to incorporate that more i think i'm actually gonna go to laguna beach this week which i've never been to laguna beach before and i'm very curious to see the beach beaches i truly don't know what to expect i just think it's gonna be stunning and that's another place i want to go because when i moved out to los angeles this time because this is actually my second time living in California. The first time I moved to Los Angeles, I didn't leave Los Angeles at all hardly. I went to San Francisco twice, but beyond that, not a whole lot of traveling. Whereas this time when I moved to Los Angeles, I said, you're not moving just to Los Angeles, you're moving to California. And it's a beautiful state and make sure you explore it. And so far, I've been to Mammoth. I've been to... Paris, which wasn't exactly on the list, but very fun. Uh, I've been to Ojai and soon Laguna. Later on in the year, I want to do Joshua Tree, Palm Springs. I want to do Santa Barbara. I want to go to San Luis Obispo, if I pronounced that correctly. Yosemite. So hopefully, as these episodes continue, I will have little bits of recommendations and such to make. But Ojai is great and very quick. The next thing that I did is I got a sketchbook. I was feeling for quite some time that all of my creative juices that I had were being put into monetized activities instead of using the creative energy just for the sake of play. And I had hung out with my friend Drew and he also is someone who's so multifaceted. When I hang out with Drew, I just feel like creative juices start flowing, whether it's in taking photos, in talking color theory, in discussing outfits, music, anything visual. And there's this art shop in Los Feliz 
that he has always been recommending. So I finally went and I got a sketchbook and I got a few different supplies. So I got some markers and some colored pencils and I got oil pastels, a little watercolor set. And I told myself this sketchbook is being completed. There's not gonna be an empty page by the end of August. I got this idea from my friend who went to art school that their summer assignments were three different sketchbooks. One was found objects, one was ideas, and I forget what the third one is, but they had to come back in the fall with three completed sketchbooks. I guess like one for each month. I'd always wanted to do that and it'd been an idea in the back of my mind. And now it's just become something that I bring around. I have a little pouch with me where I keep the sketchbook and then I'll bring either all the supplies or some of the supplies that I got. When we went to Ojai, for instance, I pulled out the sketchbook and the oil pastels and opened up the pages and we all took the colors and we're creating different things and it was a really fun activity. We, I think, drew on six different pages and by the fifth one, even by like the, the third or fourth, we were all getting better because you improve so quickly like where it's a little bit of muscle memory and it's also just once you get going you get better and it's been so so positive it's been so healthy another thing that's been helping me is this productivity tip that i learned the idea is that when you're working on something you have two options you can work on that or you can do nothing so we'll say it's the podcast for me i can podcast or I can do nothing. There's nothing else I can do. I either have to sit and do nothing or I can podcast. And this one's not a hard task for me to do. I love the podcast. This is my favorite thing that I do. This is my favorite part of my week and even just thinking about it makes me smile. So I'm so glad that you all listen and love it. Also perfect time to say if you do love it, feel free to rate it five stars on the podcast app or leave a review. I love checking to see if there's new reviews. Very fun, but Let's say it's, um, maybe you want to get yourself to read. I feel like a lot of people come to me for reading advice or reading recommendations, which I can tell you that in a little bit, but you either can sit and read or do nothing. You can't pull out your phone. You can't go make a snack. You can't take a walk. You are either going to do nothing or you're going to read. And it's always getting me to do whatever it is that I'm avoiding. I'm currently reading Tom Robbins, Even Cowgirls Get the Blues. It's funny. It's really funny. I'm not far in. I'm maybe like 20, 30 pages in. And the beginning is all about this girl who was born with some big old thumbs, literal thumbs. They're talking about her thumbs and she becomes a hitchhiker, but it's the backstory of how she became such a frequent and professional, dare I say, hitchhiker, because this bitch was born with some big ass thumbs <laughs> and reading, I don't know, 20 pages about this small girl who's eight years old being like, oh my God, why are my thumbs so big? And she's not even as concerned as her parents are. They're like, why are our daughter's thumbs so big? And like her brother's thumbs aren't big. Why, why are hers like this? And then finally, she just is eight or nine years old, and she's like, we're going to hitchhike. We're going to see if I can get a ride. It was like a cold, snowy day. She didn't want to walk five blocks to school, so she sticks out her hand, and then she gets a ride and was like, wow, that was easy. And I have thumbs that you can see from 10 miles away, so let's do this. I don't know. I'm excited to see where it goes because I'm pretty sure she hitchhikes her way into the Dakotas and maybe out to California, and it's obviously the story of some cowgirls, which I can't wait to get to, and... That's the current read. I just finished The Girls by Emma Klein. Lexi, it's ready. Woo! 
okay guys, we're gonna take a quick break because my lovely bestie has made us brunch. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com Lexi to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com L-E-X-I-E. Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics, and Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can you can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E. M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. And I'm going to go eat it. And I'm back. Just ate a lovely plate of turkey bacon and eggs. And it was so good. And I love living with someone who loves to cook. I like to cook. She loves to cook. And that's the difference. I was talking about The Girls by Emma Klein. It was good, but not as good as I wanted it to be. It was fine. And for those that haven't read it or haven't heard of it, it's a story that takes place in Northern California. I believe it's like late 60s, early 70s. And this girl who's a bit of a normie catches a glimpse of these girls that she idolizes and they just look gorgeous and free and so different than the restrictions that she's grown up with and she wants to meet them. And there's one in particular that really catches her eye and she just wants to get to know her. and ends up finding a way to get into that girl's life and enter her world, which is actually a cult, which sounds so much juicier than what, I mean, the book was juicy. Just, I don't, it wasn't as juicy as I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be a little bit wilder. I wanted more details. There are specific scenes that I can pick out from that book that did really stick with me and that were super riveting, but it felt like it was, constantly like slow 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 intensity slow 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 intensity slow 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 intensity and I just wanted a little bit more I'm not giving a total recommendation but that is what I read beforehand I was out to dinner with some friends the other night and one of them had just picked up Eileen by Otessa Moshevik which is the same author of my year of rest and relaxation which was a much more popular book and she was asking my opinion on it because she had just heard that if you start with rest and relaxation 
that's the best one. And I've read not only Eileen, but Homesick for Another World. And I was just giving her the rundown and then they asked me what my favorite books that I've ever read were. And I was just giving them the classics and I feel like I've given them to you as well. But I loved The Secret History by Donna Tartt. It's unlike anything I've ever read. It's such a well-written book. It's airtight. It's really satisfying. It's where I would say that's what The Girls wasn't. The Girls is not satisfying. After I read it, I wanted more. And when I finished The Secret History, it was a journey that I loved taking. Another book I recommended was Valley of the Dolls. And that one takes place over the course of multiple decades and there's something so also satisfying about getting a glimpse into a story and then seeing where that story leads to because I love in movies when the story ends and then you'll get a 10 years later and see where they're at and that's what you kind of get in Valley of the Dolls but you get it multiple times not as satisfying you get to the end and you're a little bit like I don't want to give any details, so that's the detail that I'm going to give. <laughs> but another one that I read, would recommend, and also Secret Life of Bees, is one of my all-time favorite books. I think I just read it at the right time um, in my life, and it felt like a spiritual experience. And I believe this is all circling back because I was giving the productivity tip of you either do this or you do nothing. So you can either read or you do nothing at all, and I would recommend giving it a try. Another thing I wanted to discuss which I don't think I ever have before, but I had this big break from coffee. You know how most everyone drinks coffee or many, many, many people drink coffee either once a day, if not multiple times a day. I had phased out of that because even though I love the taste of coffee, it makes me tired. And I know that I'm not the only one who feels that way. It never does anything good for me. And so I started drinking matcha and then I also had lion's mane and cordyceps, which are mushroom adaptogens into my matcha or into a morning like green juice or something along the lines of that and I was feeling incredible and then I started drinking blue bottle coffee which is one of my favorite coffees and I started stopping there and getting coffee and it was really good and then I went to Starbucks and got the sweet cream cold foam and then I ended up having it eight days in a row and that's where I currently am that part of my daily routine involves a Starbucks grande cold brew with a sweet cream cold foam and for some reason it is just putting me exactly where I want to be but when I was drinking my matcha I was predicting the end of coffee I thought coffee was going to phase out and we were all going to be drinking mud water tonics matcha we will be drinking coffee alternatives and coffee was going to become a thing of the past i love starbucks right now and like two of my other friends are involved in it too and they're such cool kids and i'm like what the fuck why are we so obsessed with starbucks i wake up and i probably have made fun of some of you who've been like gotta get my starbies but i'm right there with you i'm in the trenches gotta get my starbies i think it's time to get onto your questions because i've given you quite the personal update and let's see what's going on in your lives which if you have never listened to an episode before my instagram handle is the same as the name of this podcast it's at lexi and i also have a geneva which is a private group and if you're looking to participate you can follow the geneva which i will link in the show notes or follow me on instagram so let's see what you asked but first a word from today's sponsor potentially there could be an ad break there might not if there is Thank you. 
You ever want to tap into something a little fun? A fun pair of shoes that are also quite functional? That's a cowboy boot. And get a pair of Tacovas to help. Tacovas is the real deal. They're a really amazing brand. Their boots have this time-honored tradition and take over 200 steps to create. They're designed in Austin, tested in Texas, and made down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. They're also fun. They believe in Western for all. So when you go into a Tacova store, you're greeted like family, offered a boot shine, and a drink. Even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that makes your boots feel truly one of a kind. So look up your closest store on tacovas.com. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacova said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free in any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas. Just use code LEXI at checkout. That's L-E-X-I-E. At checkout and add free logo hat to your order. And that's only at tacovas.com. Point your toes west. I'm a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. (laughs) And one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does the hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Lexi. Then, whatever. Lit Showery asked how to make a lasting impression during an internship. If you can, think two steps ahead of who you're working for. Understand them, study them, study their habits so you can make their job easier because as an intern, I believe, or as an assistant or at a lower level position, your job is to make the higher up's life easier. And if you can show that you actually understand them and you will take initiative, for example, they are printing something out, then you're walking up to the printer and you're getting those copies and delivering them to them. You see that they're really busy and they haven't left their office in a while, maybe bring them a glass of water, a cup of coffee. Also, if you have ideas, share them. Feel comfortable speaking up when you feel it's appropriate. And lastly, after your internship has completed, send a handwritten thank you card. Veliana Catalano asks what card you drive. I drive my mom's old Honda Accord, baby. Underscore Emily asks for the best way to get out of a slump. I really think I answered a ton of options. Get yourself something creative to do, get yourself a new skill, try something for the first time, say yes to things, go out with new people, time to start living your life. Also, get a good night's sleep, put your phone in another room. Amelie DeRosario, DeRosario asked me what makes me happy. I don't need extravagant things to make me happy. Uh, you will see that when you meet any filthy rich person their things just aren't making them happy it's really just the basics good night's sleep
sunshine, healthy, strong relationships, whether that's romantically or platonically um, or familial. Same person also asked, what do you think about summer loves? That's hot. That's so hot. I was actually looking up someone's number because I wanted to text them yesterday and I had two other contacts with the same name in my phone and one of them was like name beach and I was like who has the last name beach I'm like oh my god that was a guy that I had a fling with at the beach which is so adorable and I'm thinking back to all of the random summers that I've had little romances it's been a dry summer that's okay it's okay i'm acting like summer's over we're at the the turning point this is halfway baby we are mid-july actually we might be end of july what is today's date 26 okay but we still have a month all right there can be an august fling august can slip away like a bottle of wine there is more to happen but so far not a whole lot of action in my life this summer but i love a summer love miko febbles asked a mantra that i live by if it doesn't make me look like I should be in a storybook. I don't want to wear it. That's my current mantra. Coloran Sierra asked how to be chill when I have a crush. I have no idea because when I have a crush, I have no chill. Guys, I was out to dinner the other night with someone that I thought was hot and I was developing a crush on them throughout the course of dinner. I just started word vomiting. They were talking about something and it triggered this memory that I've actually had suppressed in my mind for years. It's something that my family and I don't talk about so I kind of forgot that it was even a thing. And then I reveal it at the table. I'm just like thinking in my head as the words are coming in my mouth. Like stop, 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 don't say this, don't say this, stop talking, shut up. And I couldn't. I couldn't. I got into the car after the dinner. I was like, why the fuck did I tell that story? So do I have any advice on how to have any chill with your crush? Um, no. Anyone I have a crush on would never know that I had a crush on them. <laughs> I keep it low, 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 low. I push it down. I push it down. But then anyone that I don't have a crush on probably thinks that I have a crush on them. I, I cannot offer... Uh, solid advice on this subject because I myself will flirt with everyone except for the person that I'm interested in. I will even, no, I don't want to reveal these horrible habits that I have. How to be chill when I have a crush. <laughs> Get the energy out and kiss them. I have no clue. I have no clue. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is the craziest question ever. Sophia Wyland asked, do I prefer my influencer friends or my non-influencer friends? There is no preference. What? Sophia also asked if I would rather go to space or an unexplored part of the sea. 100,000% go to space. I wanted to be an astronaut. Didn't pursue it in any actual way. Just a pipe dream. And... If I give myself the space to think about it, no pun intended, I will actually, no bullshit, get upset at the fact that more than likely, I will never go to space in my lifetime. I can only hope I would love to. And to answer your question, without a doubt, I want to go to space. Rel Wagner asked how to tell the difference between growing pains or being out of your comfort zone and actually making the wrong decision, I feel out of touch with my intuition and I can't really tell. That happens. I feel like we can be in and out of alignment and sometimes we listen to ourselves and we know that it's we're doing what's right for ourselves, but other times 
we are hearing sounds from what feels like the inside, but we're not sure if it's our, you know, our fear brain talking or just our intuition speaking, which in cases like that, it's best to use your head and think logically and rationally about a decision that you're making because if it's off of a feeling and you're not sure whether or not it's your intuition or your fear speaking, then let your head make the decision until you have better alignment. Vina asked for tips on living with a significant other. Adjusting to living with another person is hard. Adjusting to living with another person is hard. Also, when it comes to like the morning and evening routine, if you do have a bit of a routine, I sometimes so easily fall into the other person's habits. I remember my ex loved to fall asleep, you know, without, I mean, he definitely didn't have a skincare routine. He would just lie on top of the bed in his clothes and fall asleep with the lights on. And that is so not my style. I'm very much... I'm going to put on some PJs, I'm going to do my skincare routine, brush my teeth, do my little Invisalign routine, which I was making a joke inside my head all week for whatever reason. If I did a what's in my mouth, like a what's in my purse parody, but because I have so much Invisalign related devices in my mouth at any given time, I have hooks behind my front teeth, I have two trays in my mouth, I have rubber bands connecting to the hook, like it's, it's a whole ordeal going on inside my mouth but anyway i would do that plug in my phone turn on my light like my nightstand light and turn off the overhead light get into bed and read until i fall asleep i would be in such bad shape setting up my day for no kinds of success if i fell asleep wearing my clothes from the previous day on top of the bed with my makeup on and the overhead light on but sometimes I don't even know why, but I would allow that. And I've told myself going into my next relationship, if I'm living with someone, I want to keep my habits. I want to keep my routines and things that make my day end and my day start on a great note. I also think it's important to have time together, but also space. Let's say you're both working from home to give yourself alone time because It's not good to spend all your time with one person and making sure that you get that alone time is important. Another thing I remember being an issue was meals. Our appetites were different and our times of hunger were different. Like a lot of times he would go all day without eating and then just have like some giant meal at midnight. I didn't like eating the meal alone, so sometimes I would just wait for him, and then I'm like, I don't want to be eating my first and only meal as a Thanksgiving feast at midnight. That's not my vibe. So just making sure when it comes to your personal maintenance that you're doing what feels right for you and not necessarily waiting on them to do things, but if you can find a good flow together, that's obviously ideal. But if you know that there are certain things like their wake-up time and their bedtime are far different than yours, don't change it just so you guys are going to sleep at the same time and waking up at the same time. Do what's best for you. Okay, these are from my my close friends and fans out there. Lauren Fleen7 asked, how is your dad doing? So a couple people have been asking this and... Editing Lexi, thank you. That is so kind of those of you who asked to ask how my dad is doing. I will give you his response, but did want to say thank you. That is so sweet. 
I sent him a screenshot on YouTube. I was like, the people of YouTube want to know. Now the people of the podcast want to know. So I asked him and this is his answer. So he said, first of all, thank you for asking. It has been a little over a year now and I've accepted the change in my life. Uh, For context, this is his wife passing my mom. I try to make each day better than the day before. I laugh, I cry, and I love my family. I saw my marriage as the most wonderful thing that can happen between two people, but I remembered each of us being an individual as well as a couple. Now, as an individual again, without a partner, I try to enjoy every minute life has to offer. James Dean said, dream as if you'll live forever and live as if you'll die today. I hope I still have a lot of living to do. And I was like, oh, dad, I love you so much. And then he followed up and he said, a lot of living to do. And that is how my dad's doing. I love him so much. And I want him to visit. Arden McHugh asked how to make friends with people you see around 24-7 in your town. That's the easiest way to make friends, right? Like if you're seeing them all the time, I mean, no need to beat around the bush. You can be like, I see you here all the time. Think you have, insert compliment here. Great style, incredible hair. I've overheard some of your conversations. You're hilarious. Uh, Incredible eyes perfect skin, whatever, you know, it can be external compliment, internal compliment, whatever, something you've noticed, you have a great car, love your car, something, um, wanted to introduce myself, I'm Lexi, you know, I think that's so easy, uh, you could also give an offering, give a gift, like, let's say you, um, are at a bar, this round on me, whatever, I've seen you around, um, let me buy you a drink, in a platonic way, it could be flirty if you, you so want, it's so interesting, because in reality, I'm, like, talking as if I'm so bad at, like, this social game, this romantic flirty game, and I think I'm half lying, but I, who's to say, I don't know, I wonder how accurate the depictions that we have of ourselves are, they've got to be a little off, because on one hand, there is some self-awareness, but on another hand, I've got to have some blind spots, inevitably, but to answer your question, if you're seeing them around everywhere, it could be like at school. You can always ask for a favor. If you don't feel like offering a gift, you could ask for something. People always love to do favors. You know, hey, I forgot my pen. Do you have an extra? I don't know. Grab me a straw. Something like that. Sarah Bookman said, my social battery has been so low lately and I have such bad FOMO. I don't know what to do. Oh God, ain't that the worst combo? You don't feel like going out, but God, you want to be there. Um, two options. One, you go for a little bit. You can always play the game of, let's say your friends are going out somewhere, have them go out, have them let you know if it's good. If it's good and worth being there, make the run, you know, get there and enjoy your night. If they say it's not good, so be it. You didn't have to waste any time or energy getting there, getting ready to get there. You can just enjoy your alone time. But also, if your social battery has been low, Sometimes I do believe it's because we're in need of alone time, but other times I believe we're in need of feeling seen and heard and connected to people who see and hear us because you can be out with people, but if you're not being understood or feel as if you're adding any value to this particular group, it's going to drain you. Whereas if you're around people who get you and love you, the social battery is not going to be draining because most introverts still can get energy around a select group of people that allow them to feel as good with them around as they do when they're alone. And I think extroverts are, you know, constantly looking to go out and explore. But even the most extroverted person, if you feel like you're just not being seen, it's like there's no energy. 
it that's being given. It's all just being taken. Sophia Falk asked how to find peace with yourself not achieving what you wanted to achieve. How to find peace with that. This is where a little thing called faith comes in. Having faith that that wasn't meant to be or having faith that in due time that achievement will be made. Sophia Falk also asked for any current beauty obsessions or recommendations. Yes, I absolutely love Supergoop's what is it? Is it their glow screen? Yeah, Supergoop's glow screen and their glow body. So it's a sunscreen for your face and I also have one for my body and it has a little bit of a shimmer, a little bit of a glow and I put it on my face and my chest and my shoulders and arms and maybe my legs depending on what I'm wearing as my form of sunscreen because now that I live in California, one of the first things I do when I wake up is put on sunscreen because I'm out in the sun so much more and now I'm using this glow screen almost as a bit of makeup. I also just got the new face and that has been really fun. It's this mechanical device that um, when you put it on your skin, it's releasing microcurrents, but it's helping to get your face all snatched. I also love my Invisalign, another beauty product. I just got this Charlotte Tilbury bronzer let me it might be a bronzer highlighter it's in medium and it's a darker shade and i use it as a blush slash bronzer on my skin there's a helicopter and i've also been loving a really thick moisturizer for my face at night and then other makeup related devices not devices, like products, that Charlotte Tilbury, it's almost like a primer. You can use it as a primer, an under makeup glow, as a highlighter. I forget what it's called. It's a really popular product. Elf just created a dupe, and I'm really interested to try that. So hopefully that will be something I can talk about soon. Anna Landis asked, how to save up money for a big move, and how do I stop spending SOS? If you're someone who can just handle, you know, cutting down a little bit, so let's say you're used to going out to dinner and you'll get a drink, whether that's alcoholic or even just a lemonade or an iced tea or something, and you'll get an appetizer and an entree and a dessert. So like when you're going out to dinner, you're getting the whole kit and caboodle, then maybe not get dessert and not get a drink or not get the appetizer, or maybe you just get shareables and instead of getting a whole entree. And that's a way that you can still have the same experience without spending the same amount of money. Same thing, uh, little ways to skimp. Maybe it's a shopping. You like love to spend your money on clothes. Then take the weekend to look in your closet at all your favorite things and take anything that's not your favorite and see if you can do anything to make it fun and new, whether that's cropping it or tying it or dyeing it or whatever that could look like for you and create this sense of newness within your wardrobe without having to spend money. But sometimes if you're looking to skimp, like if you're trying to eat less junk food, then suddenly you're thinking about junk food more. Um, If you're trying to spend less money, then suddenly you have the urge to spend. If that is more how you identify, then what I would do is cash. I would create, there's another helicopter. I don't know why. I'm gonna have to check the Citizen app after this to be like, is everything okay? 
Uh, but back to what I was saying, cash. I would go to the bank and pull out whatever your budget is for the week and put that amount of cash in your wallet and have that be the only amount of money that you are able to spend. If that's not something you're interested in, then even getting super old school and getting a jar and putting cash in it and having a visual representation of your savings. So take whatever cash is in your wallet and then put it in the jar. Anytime that you have extra change, put it in the jar. Even if you're purchasing something at the drugstore and it says cash back, take 10, 20 bucks cash back and then put it in the jar. And the more you see in the jar, the more motivating it'll be. Ang Nicole 9 asks, what car do you wanna drive? I wanna drive, if it's in good condition, an early 2000s boxy BMW convertible in white, in navy, in black. I don't care. I love them. Shar Fowler asked, favorite music at the moment? The one thing that I put on if I don't want to think about it is I'll put on Giveon's album, and I believe it's called When It's All Said and Done. If I go to Spotify, it's going to be right up there, first thing. When it's all said and done, take time. And I love the song World We Created. I love the interlude, take time. Something about me is I love myself an interlude. I, I always tend to love the interludes on the song. I mean, on the albums. Uh, also love This Ain't Love. Favorite mistake. Yeah, that's what I've been listening to a lot. Maja Smoothie asked, how to handle the anxiety of what other people think, whether or not peers approve. Here's the thing. You have to care about what you think of yourself, number one. You have to figure out if you like yourself. And if you don't like yourself, that's the job, okay? That's this week's task. That's today's task. How do I figure out how to like myself? What can I do to like myself? And once you like yourself, I swear to God, it will not matter if anyone else does any time in my life that I'm getting all worried about whether or not someone likes me, it's because I'm not sure if I like me right now. And if you do like yourself and someone's still making you question whether or not you like yourself, then that person is not meant to be around you. Siza Nayirzita. <laughs> I'm so sorry. LA or NYC guys. Uh, generally speaking, LA guys. Specifically speak. well, I don't know. I just like, I love my guy. My my select men that I know in New York love them. Generally speaking, LA. Nika Music Artist asked, what are your top three deal breakers when dating? <sighs> Great question. Number one coming to my mind, they cannot suffer from addiction. Number two, they gotta have emotional intelligence. They have to be in tune with themselves. And three, I think they have to be kind or they have to be smart. They have to be both. They need to be kind and smart. That's four. Agshaub said, I have a way higher libido than my boyfriend. What do I do? You masturbate or you outsource. If that's not satisfying, if you want to have sex with another person and not just yourself, then you have a conversation with him about whether or not you can open up the relationship in whatever capacity you guys are comfortable with. Consensual non-monogamy. April 9889 asked, how do you find book recommendations? Because I'm always talking about books or because I always have a book with me, books come up in conversation a lot and everyone's always got something they wanna recommend. So really word of mouth is for sure how I get my recommendations. Olivia White X asked, what makes you feel free? 
so many things. Being barefoot. Really love being barefoot. Um, driving on a back road with the windows down. Or windows up and music playing. AC can be just as free. <laughs> just kidding. Um, oh god, I don't know how to answer these questions without being such cheese ball. I'm like laughing hysterically. Such a freeing feeling. Jess Mitchell asked thoughts on sexting. It's hot. If you guys are in that, if you guys can get there, but if it's being forced, it's the most cringy thing ever, ever. And it's such a fine line. It either hits or it really doesn't. It's a hit or a miss. And it's rarely like, oh, that was like, okay. Maria Roca asked, how do you set boundaries? Ain't that a hard question? Because it is so difficult to even understand where those lines are. Like, if we think of our boundaries as a physical fence, you know, there's our house and where we put our fence is our boundary, how some how close someone can get to our house. I won't know where the fence should be until someone gets there, which is such a common issue, I feel, that you don't understand that you're letting someone cross a boundary until after it happens, which almost then, I suppose, is when you learn the lesson, but I don't know how to preemptively set a boundary. Like, this is something I'm uncomfortable with because I don't know what I'm uncomfortable with until I'm uncomfortable with it. Because one time, that was a journal exercise that I gave myself. I'm like, what are my boundaries? And I swear, it was the hardest thing. I had no clue. Thankfully, I don't think any of my boundaries are currently being crossed because if that were the case, I have a feeling I would be able to identify them. I would love to know. I would truly love to know. And I think that's where I'm going to end this episode because I'm going to create a Geneva page for this particular episode and we can chat about what I just discussed. And something I would love to know is how you guys set boundaries amongst a ton of other things, you know. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you loved it. I think it was on the longer side. I haven't gone through the editing yet, but if it was, I... I love that. I always love when I can make an episode longer than an hour. Um, and thanks for listening and spending a little bit of time with me. I really enjoy it. So I will talk to you guys very soon. I'm on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter and TikTok in the meantime with all different types of content. Different sides of my personality are exercised on each of the platforms. So I can't guarantee what you'll get from the others. But if you are just looking for the podcast, then you can hear me next week. And take care. XOXO, Lexi. Mm-hmm.